Welcome to Three Point Perspective, a podcast from three college friends that talk about different topics each episode. I'm Gabby. I'm Allie. And I'm Becky. This week's topic is things that everyone should learn in high school. <laughs> dun, dun, much dun, talked dun. about topic on the internet. <laughs> oh, yes. I actually, so we do a family dinner with my boyfriend's mom every Wednesday, and we actually kind of ended up talking about this. We talked about whether or not his younger brother should take, like, a shop class, like, welding or wood shop or something like that. Because in our high school, you can take those classes or one or two semesters of those classes to get ta- to get out of taking a language class. Oh, interesting. So I was like, well, if you don't want to take a language class, you can do that. But, like, it's also very good to take a language class. You never know when you're going to use it. For example, I ended up going to Paris, which I never thought I'd do in my life. And I was the only one of us that was there that knew how to speak French. So (laughs) you never know when you're gonna when you might need to know another language. So and then like they have a cooking class now, which we didn't have that when we were in high school. Um like we didn't have we didn't have home ec or anything like that. Really? Um in the four years that we were in high school. Yeah, they had like taken it out. But now apparently they have like straight up a cooking class. Mm -hmm. I know I took both baking and meals when I was a freshman in high school. Um, But in, like, middle school, they had let the um, facts teacher go. So, like, Mm -hmm. any of that, like, home ec stuff that we were supposed to learn. We'll come back and talk about family and consumer sciences when I go. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't learn any of it. I also told him that although I didn't, I don't think I learned a ton from my personal finance class and I learned how to kind of cheat the system to make the class easier for me, it's still a really good class to take. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the teacher, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Um, I'm going first this week. Yeah. We're starting off. I, let me just like give a little disclaimer before we start getting into this episode. (laughs) These are definitely controversial opinions. Like, this is, this in general is a controversial topic. Mine especially is a controversial opinion. Okay? <laughs> Let's just be honest. This is all Gabby ever does is bring up controversial shit. <laughs> um, that's not true. But, yeah. So, if I'm sorry if you don't agree with us, but we're here to talk about our own opinions. And, you know what? Like, it's fine. We're just gonna... Get it out there. So if you don't like it, you can skip my segment, I guess. <laughs> but who cares? It's always good to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. So I am talking about sexual education. <laughs> Collective yes. gasps from the room. Oh, God. So I think that sex ed should be taught so that it is not abstinence only. And that it Paula. should be taught to everyone. Mm-hmm. Paula. So I'm going to preface this with saying this is most, I'm talking a lot more from my own experience. And um, I went to one school district, my all years of school. Um, And so the only like sex ed that I personally really received was a puberty talk in fourth grade, where what Mm -hmm. they did was split up the boys and girls. Um, And so what I remember is the girls were shown 
a video about a young girl getting her period for the first time at a sleepover. <laughs> and so she they had to, like, almost, ask. They almost showed us the boys' video, I think, at mine. Like, really? they, they gave them the wrong VHS. <laughs> you did that So, I just remember grade. talking. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did Didn't that you? in six. Yeah. That's too late for some people. I was thinking fourth grade seems way too young. <laughs> well, because oh, girls reach, I think it's called Monarch at, or Monarche <laughs> or whatever, uh, the first bleed at uh, beginning at like age nine to like <laughs> 15. True. I guess. I didn't get my period until I was 14, but sorry to my sister. She got hers when she was 11. So it it's really she if I felt so bad it was at her eleventh birthday party at the Mexican oh, restaurant in town. Oh. And then like two days later she had her birthday party and my hamster died. Oh my it was God. her worst birthday to date. <laughs> um so anyway, the girls were shown a video about what um this young girl who at a sleepover got her period for the first time and had to ask the other girl's mom, like what to do um and then we were given a little goodie bag and in my goodie bag I had like one one or two pads a tampon a liner and then a small deodorant and we were told not to show anybody what we got in our goodie bags like Mm -hmm. we were told this is a private thing don't talk about it don't tell the boys what we talked about and all this kind of stuff so I asked my boyfriend who went to the same exact schools as I did growing up what he remembers from that talk. And so this is, this, this I have some direct quotes. <laughs> he goes, he came home today and I said, hey, babe, what did you guys learn in the fourth grade puberty talk? Do you remember that? And he's like, vaguely. I said, well, what did you guys talk about? And he goes, body hair, stinkiness, and boners. And I was like, okay, I'm going to need more than that. And so he remembers like briefly talking about that kind of stuff. Like, just like, you're going to grow body hair, you're going to be stinky, and you're going to get boners. <laughs> And then he also said that there was a little bit of time where they talked about how girls were going to get boobies um, and how to try not to pay attention to them because they can be distracting. And then he said this, and I quote, that didn't work, though, because I'm 23 and still get distracted by boobies, end quote, which (laughs) I can confirm is true. Um, So, yeah, and I know that other people older than me got... Um, some form of sex ed in middle school, I think. But it was more just kind of casually thrown into as, like, these are the different reproductive rights. Or different... Rights? Well, we don't have those. (laughs) Different reproductive parts that people have. And it was thrown into, like, our once-a-month health class that we had. Or once a... One full week, once-a-month health class that we had during PE in middle school. Um, But I don't remember ever talking about, like, this is what sex is or what you shouldn't do. Like... Oh, and yeah. I, I I don't remember that. Um, I know a lot about, like, crabs and chlamydia. Mm-hmm. and We didn't even really, I don't think, talk about that. Like, I'm sure there was some mention of it, but it was very brief. And, again, I asked my boyfriend if he remembered any of it. And he said, yeah, every year we watched this movie about some wrestler who was abusing his girlfriend and then eventually killed her and I was like what are you talking about I never watched that movie and he goes yeah we watched it every year and I was like um no so I looked it up it's called no one could tell and this is straight from Wikipedia it's a 1996 American teen crime drama television film 
Um, it's based on the true story of Jamie Fuller, a 16-year-old high school student who murdered his 14-year-old girlfriend, Amy Carnivale, on August 23rd of 1991 in Beverly, Massachusetts. Hmm. So it's basically, I think, about a boy who was, like, abusing his girlfriend and then she didn't get help. And um, he eventually killed her. And he remembers watching this every year. I don't remember ever seeing this. I, like, looked it up. It's free on YouTube. They did a remake in 2018. I don't know. Um, I don't remember anything like that at all. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Um, so here I will give you some stats on um, what sex it, um. Okay, so Some according on what sex is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not do that. I am not here to educate people on that. But according to the National Conference of State Legislatures, um, all states are somehow involved in sex education for public school children. As of October 1st of 2020, 30 states and the District of Columbia require public schools teach sex education, 28 of which mandate both sex education and HIV education. 39 states and the District of Columbia require students receive instruction about HIV. 22 states require that it provided, um, that if provided, sex and or HIV education must be medically, factually, or technically accurate. State definitions of medically accurate vary from requiring that the Department of Health review curriculum for accuracy to mandating that curriculum be based on information from published authorities upon which medical professionals rely. Um, many states were def er, defined parents' rights concerning actual sexual education. I don't. <laughs> what am I on today? <laughs> concerning sexual education. So, 25 states and the District of Columbia require school districts to notify parents that sexual or HIV education will be provided. Five states require parental consent before a child can receive instruction, and 36 states and the District of Columbia allow parents to opt out on behalf of their children. God, <laughs> that's so dumb. That makes, I understand warning parents, because you yeah. don't want your kid to yeah. just all of a sudden come home and be like, mom, dad, I learned about sex today. Like, you know, <laughs> but also I think it's not okay that, well, I understand wanting to let, like, be like my child at a certain age doesn't need to learn about sex. Like fourth grade, sixth grade, you don't need to be learning about sex then. But like, yeah. I know people that were sexually active when they were 14 freshman eighth grade or freshman in high school like mm -hmm. you it's better to know that information than have them either do something unsafe in regards to sex or learn about it from the internet because mm -hmm. the internet has some scary shit out there <laughs> yeah. refer to our social media episode for me to rant about that <laughs> um so i think that more than just because as far as I know, most schools will only teach abstinence-only sex ed. Um, and so it's just sex is bad. You're going to get pregnant. You're going to get STIs. You're going to get HIV. Like, don't do it. And that's basically it. I didn't learn. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I didn't, I didn't learn that HIV and AIDS were not directly the same thing until, um, like, two years ago. Huh. Um, because HIV is the virus, which can then turn into the AIDS um, disease. Well, mm -hmm. because for a while, I, too, thought that HIV was AIDS. 
directly. Yeah. Like that. It's just a similar name for it. But HIV has so many different layers to it yeah. that it's way more than just that. And nobody, like, kids don't know that. And, like, of course, that kind of deals with, like, what older people were taught about sex and, like, how they want to teach it or how they want to talk about it. But I just... I went to college, and I went to college in a place that was obviously more diverse than where I am from in regards to different sexual orientations and gender identities and all this other kind of stuff. And I learned a lot more there than I think I ever would if I had stayed oh. here. Yeah. Same. Um, well, I think, honestly, I would learn more anywhere other than my <laughs> high school. Same. Um, yeah. Though I did, we did watch a a video of a a woman giving giving birth, which was really fascinating, um, <laughs> and and about uh, learning about sexual diseases. And yeah. I can understand or infections, but I I can understand parents wanting to opt their child out of watching a video of a woman giving birth. <laughs> But I don't understand why you wouldn't want your child properly educated about sex and sexual health. Like, the other thing with that is, when I went to college, all right, here, we're going to get a little into my personal life. Sorry for those of you who are listening (laughs) that don't know this about me. I identify as bisexual. Um, I had a girlfriend my freshman year of college into my sophomore year, and it was great. And I learned so much. (laughs) Through that, I genuinely, this still happens when I tell people that I had a girlfriend. They're like, okay, but how do you have sex? And it's like the same way you would, but take out a penis. Like (laughs) there are different layers to that. And like, I obviously like kind of knew about that, but like, I genuinely have like adults, people our age, like 20 and up. That asked me like, well, how do two girls have sex? And I'm like, either you're being really like homo like homo weirdness right now, or you're just really stupid. I think it's because a lot of people like they only think that sex is the penetration, which like is what you're taught. So like that may yeah. and, and like the other stuff that's associated with it, sure, it happens at the same time, but that's not like all encompassing under the word, you know. I- learned what a dental dam was through BuzzFeed. Wait, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That? <laughs> a dental dam, Becky, is used for um, oral sex on a woman, or let me take that back, oral sex on someone with a, a vulva, to use the correct terminology. Um, you just, it's exactly like a condom. It's just like a basic sheet of, like, kind of saran wrap stuff that you put on it, and it can stop you from getting... Um, STIs transferred from the vulva to the mouth. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they're part of that. I, I didn't only, know that was a thing. Yeah, I only figured that out because of BuzzFeed. I learned that from BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. Not until I took personal and social health the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I actually learned that like there are fe- like fem like a uh, not female um, vaginal condoms. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had no idea. Nobody took. <laughs> I, I have feel so many like... issues with, with how my high school did 
So yeah, can I'll before we like kind of dive into this, can I give you like my general list of things I think should be talked about in sex ed? So it's not just yes. abstinence only. Sure. So yeah. definitely you have to talk about STIs and what, what they are and how they affect you and the ways to treat them. Because a lot of the time from what I remember is if anybody ever mentioned any form of an STI, which if you don't know what that stands for, it's a sexually transmitted, um, what is the I stand for? Infection. Infection. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A sexually transmitted infection is it seems like it's incurable and granted some of them are like AIDS is a lifelong like disease that you will have infection, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's why they but, changed it from STDs to STIs. Yeah. It's an yeah. infection and not a disease. And so like I, for a while I was like, well, if I get chlamydia, which I'm careful, but like if I get chlamydia, I'm stuck with it for life. But like, no chlamydia is treatable. Like things are treatable. And mm-hmm. I think that needs to be talked about. I think you need to talk about the different ways that um, you can use protection, such as the vaginal condom, a male condom, dental dance. Um, what else is there? Spermicide. There's so many different things. You, you need to talk about the different forms of birth control and um, the ways that they are effective or not effective. And um, I think it should be talked about the difference between like heterosexual sex and non-heterosexual sex um i don't want to say like just homosexual sex because that's not the only other form of you can say penetrative and non there you go penetrative and non thank you Allie. penetrative and non-penetrative sex because i'm tired of people asking me how to girls have sex like you are you can't be that stupid I un- okay, I don't want to call people stupid. I understand if you come from a religious background and then somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm dating a woman. And then you're like, how does that work? I only know that you're not supposed to have premarital sex. And I think we should, I think, okay, so going back to my list, I think we should talk about sex drives and how it's okay to not have a high one. It's okay to have a high one. Sexual attraction. And I think it's okay to not have sexual attraction. It's totally okay to have sexual attraction to everybody or nobody or only a few people. And, um, but speaking of, I don't know if this is fully true or not, but I recently found out that, um, birth control and synthetic hormones, um, like the pill or whatnot, which I'm on, um, can change your taste in, in, in your preferred flavor of people. And I think that's very weird because I've, I've been on birth control since I was 16. So who... What am I actually interested so, in? <laughs> to go off of that, birth control that is hormonal can completely change your... It changes your entire body. Mm-hmm. Um, it can change your sex drive. It can change your weight, your emotions, your... It literally changes everything. So it's no... That would not be surprising to me if hormonal birth control can affect how... Who you are attracted to or what qualities you are attracted to yeah because it's changing with your hormones you know like your hormones Mm -hmm. change all the time but when you have something chemically changing them in order to slow your period or control your acne or do whatever it is that it's doing for you that doesn't shock me Mm -hmm. it so upsets me is what it does (laughs) i will be speaking to my doctor um about a new form of birth control to regulate me. There's, I mean, um, almost anything that you're going to 
that you are going to be able to get is just is going to be different forms of hormones. So. so, yeah, the only thing I can really tell you that's a non-hormonal form of birth control to, well, you need it. If you're using birth control to help your period in whatever way or yeah. whatever, you need a hormonal one. Mm-hmm. The only non-hormonal one that I know about in regards to, like, birth control that you can put in yourself is the copper IUD, but that makes your periods possibly stronger, bleed more days, and worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, so my list. STIs and their preventative measures or ways to um, get better after getting one. Penetrative and non-penetrative sex, the different um, sex drives and different or different levels of sexual attraction, and forms of birth control or other preventative methods that you can use to prevent um, pregnancy if you are having penis and vulva penetrative sex. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to not bluntly put that. Yeah. I feel like that's a good... Is that the end of your list? Yes, that's my list. I feel like that's a pretty good list. And, like, mm-hmm. I guess before this, I always thought that the high school that I went to only did abstinence-only education. But that's probably actually not true, dep- like, in right. this context. Because I remember talking about STIs and, like, how you can treat some of them, like, to co- talk to your doctor. We didn't talk about it any more than that. Um, yeah. We, like, talked about different forms of, like, condoms and that sort of stuff. There was never a gross, awkward demonstration. I'm going to retract gross from that sentence. There was never an awkward demonstration. <laughs> um, but, like, we talked about all sorts of different kinds. Um, and all sorts of birth control, too. So we did have a pretty, like, wide range of stuff up to the point of actually talking about, like, sex and identities. Like, it was all very heterosexual, but we talked about more stuff than abstinence only, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, My question Uh, is, what forms of birth control do you remember them talking about? Because I remember them telling us you can get the shot or you can take the pill. I remember talking about um, the pill, IUD, um, the implant, um those three mainly which is most of them you know more offerings than not (laughs) yeah Yeah. so I took a in my spring semester of senior year so my last semester of college I took a sexuality and society class and learned so much more about all of this Mm -hmm. about um where certain terms come from where um you know, all this kind of stuff, like, so we all know the Alphabet Mafia, LGBTQIA plus community, um, the I stands for intersex, and we had a whole week of talking about that, because nobody understands what that is, and this is why people's argument that, like, um, you are what's between your legs, like, that's your gender identity, is bullshit, because, People who are intersex can be born with female reproductive right or re- why do I keep saying reproductive rights? <laughs> <laughs> reproductive parts on the inside, but male genitalia on the outside. Yeah, like, I, I know about intersex purely from a biological perspective, um, from my like anatomy and physiology classes. I don't know anything about like the mental. Yeah. 
um, and emotional. And there was like a whole debate. And I mean, you can get into this in many ways, but like there was a whole debate on whether or not parents who have a child that is born intersex get to choose which gender they present as because oftentimes what would happen is like they may say like yeah just like they're going to be a male so they give them a more male sounding name and they buy them the stereotypical blue clothes and the toy trucks and whatever but then as they get older then they are called they're labeled as a transgender person because what they actually identify is female. And so they're saying you can't change, you can't pick for them because they have that both parts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like their body, their choice, which is the same argument now with circumcision for um, people born with male reproductive parts and genitalia is that it's their body, their choice. So if they eventually want that to be done, it's their choice, not yours when they are a baby, mm-hmm. which is what I'm seeing a lot now. But I, yeah, I just, it's, it's a lot, but I definitely learned way more in college through taking, um, classes that were a little bit outside my comfort zone at the time in order to like learn that stuff. But there's so much that I didn't know going into college. And I think that this is something that needs to be talked about more openly, especially now with like so many people being more gender fluid or non-binary or whatever, and being more open about it. I think it's really important to like actually talk about it and talk about it openly and not in a way that is homophobic or um, anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all I had, honestly. Yeah, I dig it. Um, I agree. I don't think you're going to get any dissenting opinions on any of that in this t- here today. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's nice, but. Um, if you disagree with me, let's have a calm, sophisticated conversation about it. You bring your facts as to how abstinence only helps prevent. Oh, and okay, I'm going to add to the list talking about, like, actual pregnancy and stuff and, like, what happens during pregnancy to people because if TikTok has taught me anything, a lot happens that you are mm-hmm. not actually prepared for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think you should talk about your choices for what happens after you fall pregnant, if you want um, it or don't. Yeah, I definitely, like, most of that did not learn um, until, unless it was, like, either on my own um, or with, like, classes in college or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, though I know so much about meth and cocaine and caffeine and the effects of those as well as yeah that was like I had a health class in middle school every year and it was mostly talking about drugs Hmm. and we learned about pregnancy but not like the things that are actually concerning during pregnancy like um that miscarriages are super common or um some doctors give you stitching where when you don't ask for stitching and oh the fucking like, husband stitch that makes yeah. me so mad okay yes. that's uh, that's that could be you could we could do a whole other episode about <laughs> women's reproductive rights but what makes me so mad is that like for whatever reason 
people think that adding an extra stitch actually affects it, that just makes the opening smaller. That doesn't affect the actual vagina or anything like that. That just makes the opening to it smaller and hurt more. Yeah, but it's called the husband stitch, so it's not... It's the woman is not taken into consideration. It's, it's only so the feeling of the man. Well, and I think I saw... Uh, I think it was on TikTok or something, but it was super fascinating. It was uh, one of the the trends where, like, talk about, like, a uh, thing where, like, your doctor was, like, terrible in whatever mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And apparently, so this woman, she kept having miscarriages because of, like, her hormones or something. And um, she like, wanted to have children, but, like, the doctor didn't think she should keep trying to have children, and so when she did finally, what she was able to finally, like, carry a child, and she ended up having to have, like, a emergency C-section, uh, I think because, like, the baby was, ended up being a preemie, and this sir gave her a hysterectomy without I telling her. I That's saw that video. terrifying. And yes. while she was under, he just pulled it out. It's disgusting. And that's why you should find a female OBGYN to help you <laughs> or reduce your children. Quality male OBGYNs that are have <laughs> like that I said have reputable sources. We could turn this into like, we could have a complete episode on women's reproductive rights or women's rights in general in regards to their own body autonomy. Um, like, because I know that, I don't know about, like, the actual statistics, but I know that some women, on especially on TikTok, have shared that, like, they've wanted to get their tubes tied. Oh, yeah. Which is not super, like, not a super bad procedure, like, but you have to go all the way under, and then the doctor's like, oh, but, like, what if your husband wants kids in the future, and it's like, I'm gay. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, what if you want kids in the future? It's like, I'm 43, but you (laughs) only have one kid. I don't want any, like, women Mm -hmm. have to fight in order to get that, and, like, yeah, we could. Well, let's move on because that could be a whole new episode that we could do. I'll write that down in our ideas. Okay, perfect. But I am done in my little rant about sex ed. I think it should be taught more than abstinence only because I think teaching abstinence only doesn't actually teach you anything about it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I decided since you two took like the my go to ideas. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I decided to go through, since so many people, like, complain how, like, there's so many things that we all learned, but they're useless in our adult lives. <laughs> um, and I found several lists, and I combined those lists, along with some of the things I, I personally added. Um, and I have it on a scale, uh, and I, I will distinct them by scales, uh, but... A few of the things I never did. So we're going to start with these because I cannot say whether they were helpful because I never did them. <laughs> How to make dioramas. How never. to make dioramas? Yeah. 
I mean, like, like I did all sh- sorts of science fair stuff that was technically oh. dioramas, but yeah. I just did it. Did like it. in the shoebox diorama? Yes. Yeah. I guess I never uh, made one, but... Making potato batteries. <laughs> also a science fair project. Failed miserably. I think I that's think... fun, though. Yeah. yeah. Scientific discovery and wonder. Uh, found an article on the calculations of how how many hamsters in a wheel you would need in order to power your house. It's quite <laughs> a lot. I just, can I tell you guys what my science fair projects were? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I only had to do three, one for each year in middle school. One year, though, I did, called it wetter water or something like that, and tested how many drops of warm and cold water I could put on a penny, and it tens- tested the density. Um, and then I, like, flipped jars on top of each other to see if hot water or warm water is more dense and tested it with, like, food coloring. And then one year I did it on popcorn. And the best way to pop your popcorn, because we had a popcorn machine, so I soaked some in water, I froze some, and then I left some out. Just room temperature. Frozen popcorn kernels actually cook larger kernels and more in a popcorn machine than, like, room temperature. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. I don't remember what my sixth grade one was, though, but I'm sure it was just as fucking stupid. (laughs) I had to do them all through elementary school, like, kindergarten through six. What? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I remember doing, like, talking about colors and, like, split the stems of flowers and put it in different food-colored water to, like, talk about plant life and how stems work, basically. Um, I made a little clay diorama of a hammerhead shark. Um, but that same year, this one girl who was a year younger than me, I will be angry about this till the end of my day, um, <laughs> made, did you guys have the like long rectangle lunch tables that like folded up? Yes. Yes. Imagine two of those long ways put together. This girl made a paper mache and chicken wire, great white shark that big. She didn't make it, though. Her parents made it. And she won, like, absolutely everything. There were no, like, real prizes, but, like... Right, but... She won. That is... (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That would also make me very mad. Right? Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, My friend and I tried to make a potato battery. We failed miserably. Uh, Yeah. I did a lot tested, of stupid projects. Oh, I did stuff sister, about magic. Magnet. My sister tested the flammability of different hairsprays on potatoes. We got to light potatoes on fire. It was fun. <laughs> we also, I will say in regards to that too, we did a business fair in fifth grade. So you had to what? come up with your own product. You had to, you were given a budget and you had to go out. You had to, we got to go to the stores in the area, you had to get all of your materials under that budget. So you had to learn how to budget for your materials and you had to try to make a profit. And then you got to like make your things and then you got to sell them. I made bath salts. Um, they were actually really nice. I just put in like some like essential oils basically in different colored Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some people made candles. My boyfriend made fire starter kits. 
that's how you could have matches at school, he said. <laughs> um, some people made, like, really fancy candles. That root beer candle that was in my dad's house for a really long time in my room in there. That's from fifth grade. Nice. <laughs> in fourth grade, we had an invention fair. That was kind of fun. You had Y'all had so fair. many fairs. Yeah. You got well, to I was with... involved in an invention, like, project sponsored by Tobisha. Tobisha. Uh, the electronics company that's oh, okay. no longer I don't know if they're still a company I've not haven't but Tobisha or Tobisha gotcha mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I made um because I had glasses at the time I wanted to make windshield wipers for your glasses and instead of that I took like a foam roller and put paper towel on it and it was a glasses cleaner it looked like a fucking like dildo on a stick for your glasses <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway, Becky, keep going. All right. <laughs> I took a turn. Um, some of the other batteries. things I did not do is climb a rope. Uh, I feel if I ever need to climb a rope, my only experience will be video games. What military school did these people go to? Well, I, you had to oh. climb rope in my really? school. Yeah, they really? Yeah, they had a giant rope that you had to try to, like, in elementary school. Do you remember that? In elementary school? In elementary I know they do it in Ned's Declassified. You had to, there was a big rope, and somebody sat at the bottom and held it, and there was a mat underneath you, and you had to climb up as far as you could. You guys didn't do that? No. (laughs) Jake, did you have to climb a rope in gym class? They didn't have to do it in Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay, let me ask my boyfriend. Hey. What'd you have to do? Um... He chooses not to respond because he doesn't exist. <laughs> we also, in middle, or not in middle school, in like older elementary, so like fourth and fifth grade, did a pull-up test mm-hmm. and push-up test. In middle school, we had to run a mile. Um, Part of the uh, presidential fitness exam, I learned how to give all of those tests. Good for you. I remember you did those on us. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> that's when I learned I could still do push-ups after my shoulder surgery that was great <laughs> yeah no so I did have to climb a rope it's useless because if you don't have any upper body strength as an adult even though you did as a kid you're shit probably um until the apocalypse comes and then you'll need upper body strength or you'll die or something mm-hmm. who knows so um Foraging a river on the Oregon Trail. Now, this, this, this BuzzFeed article, all of the images are gone, so I don't know if this was part of the board game or the video game or if, or, or if it was something completely different. It must I'm have been some part of, like, a history class. Okay, like, let me explain. Uh, no, I like think I know where this game. Yeah. Um... So that's, like, where my mind went, because it also, like, I'll, and I can tell you about the things that, like, this uh, this BuzzFeed ar- article had mentioned that really, like, do not affect your adult life whatsoever. I will say this. In middle school, we, in PE, practiced using compasses, and then were taken to the middle of the hills. And there were people spread out on checkpoints and you and a partner or you and two other people had to try to get to each checkpoint using the compass. 
That could go I so did, wrong. Oh, yeah. Something like that at Deep Portage in sixth some grade. People, some people got purposely lost. Um, we were all found. There were parents spread throughout along with, like, um, people a grade above us at checkpoints. Um, but you're not just like an open field. If are you talking like in the hills, like so that's kind of that, treacherous. Remember terrain. the lake that we went to to go paddleboarding? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a hill. It's called D Hill, or Big D Hill. I don't remember one of the two, but it's along the way up to that lake. <laughs> okay. Um, we're dropped off in a gravel parking lot. And you're sent off with, like, I remember general instructions on a piece of paper, a compass, and you had, like, your own little drawstring bag with your water and snacks in it. And you were supposed to find your way. Wait, were you in groups? Yeah, well, we were with, like, a partner. Nobody did it alone. Okay. That's a really cool lesson, especially, like, the geography that you're from and, like, the more outdoorsy area you're from. But, like, that could go so wrong. Oh, yeah. I know people that got lost on purpose. Well, like, when I was at Deep Portage, so, like, we had a day where we had to do, like, survival skills or whatever. And so we had to, like, make a fire. We had to uh, make a shelter. The only object we were given was a tarp um, and whatnot. And I... I got, I, I, it was groups of three, and I don't remember who I was grouped with, so if for some reason you're listening to this, I apologize, but I could not, no, but you weren't listening to me, and, and I, I, because I, I have a book called The Most Dangerous Book for Girls, and then I stole my brother's The Most Dangerous Book for Boys, it tells you how to do these survival things, but nobody would listen to me, and so, our ours ours could not handle snowballs being thrown at it. I'm ve- I'm still angry about it. In sixth grade, we did something kind of like that. You got you were in a group of four, and you had to come up with your own list of food to bring. And like then we were taken up to that lake that I took you guys to, mm-hmm. and we had to learn. We had to start our own fire. There was adults that came with us, so we were always supervised. But we had to start our own fire in order to cook like our hot dogs or s'mores, and then we had to go fishing. And our day got cut short because it was it started to storm, and we can't mm-hmm. be at the lake. That was super super fun. This is reminding me of things I should talk to my boyfriend about because <laughs> he was also there but like we didn't know each other really at the time yeah so but yeah that was a um, lot of fun too i dig it um all right memorizing preamble to the u.s constitution i never had to do that i did but i don't remember yeah. it. isn't it I, like i could still read you uh some poetry that i memorized people. from seventh grade we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, something tranquility, um, something, a more perfect union. That's all I remember. That's, my That's actually really that. impressive. And I think it's because <laughs> um, a second grader recited that to me not too long, like a couple months ago. Yikes. Um, yeah, I had to, like, memorize, like, poem from The Outsiders. Um so um okay like my flyers um why (laughs) i don't know they're on the table uh paper mache it seems messy i don't ever want to bother it's Um, actually fun i liked it i hate it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, caring 
for a fake infant. I didn't have to do that. That goes kind of with home ec. Yes. That goes with my health class. I had to do that. I never had to, but we had to I take our balloons, actually. Yeah, I did well, have to do that. That sounds awful. I remember. Yeah, I, mean, I never had to. I know people had to Can do that you? with, like, eggs and with, like, stacks of that. flour. Oh, they had we electronic had... babies. Oh, yeah. I remember... I remember those, but no one ever had to have them. I... Yeah. One of the gals that I went to school with, um, hers ended up malfunctioning and <sighs> would not stop crying no matter what she did. And, like, the, the – the, not the professor. The teacher, like, gave everyone – in the class, her phone number. So if there are any emergencies with the babies, they can call, uh, like call or whatever. And hers would not stop. And like the teacher just told her like for the weekend, just like put it somewhere where you can't hear it. So she put it in the trunk of her dad's car. Um, and like she said, like like she wouldn't get like docked great because it was like a, an actual malfunction in the the software but like imagine driving around having a child crying from the the back of your car or like you're walking around in their neighborhood and you hear that yeah and you like call the cops and you're like i hear a baby crying in the trunk of this car outside this house what do i do <gasps> oh my god that's hilarious yeah because like no matter what she did the baby would not stop crying. Yikes. Uh, sounds awful. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, memorizing presidents in order. No. Don't know that. Um, finding arrowheads. I feel like that was just a class activity someone did and got real bitter about having to be outside. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, I will say... Where I am from, we had a lot of really cool field trips. We got to mine for gold. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to learn how to, like, do the That's shaker cool. pans. Yeah. I, I got really about, lucky. I learned about bricks. Because <laughs> our town used to be called Brickton. What? <laughs> yeah. You've never we, heard this? No! Yeah. So first we, like, when they first moved here, we were a lumber town. And then... Once we got rid of most of the lumber, we became, we sold uh, potatoes, I think. And then once, like, our soil or whatever was no longer good for growing potatoes, we switched to bricks because we finally had trains. Um, and then the train no longer was used, so we stopped being Brickton um, and no longer sold bricks. And then half of the buildings that were made of bricks burned down from a fire. I don't remember when, um, which is unfortunate because you'd think bricks, like, they, they don't burn very easily. But I guess these ones did. So there's only, like, two buildings left oh <laughs> made of brick nice. from the original Brickton. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, surprisingly, my town never really got to do a lot of interesting stuff. They apparently do now. They, like, do a lot more um, native cultural things. Like, they go wild racing and stuff in the season and that that sort of stuff. But we didn't get to do any of that when I was That would be so much fun. Mm -hmm. We went to Mount Rushmore and Devil's Tower, and we did that fishing thing, and then we hiked in the middle of the hills. 
We went to the fish hatchery. We mined for gold. We went to the caves. Maybe that wasn't with school. That was my summer program that I was in. But you're near a lot of those interesting geological stuff. I am, and, and that's stuff, why though. I'm that's, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe I should raise my kids over here. Now that I'm reminiscing, <laughs> reminiscing. In second grade, we went to the old, the one room schoolhouse that we have near us. Oh, we have. We got one. to like dress up and like. Oh, we ate we out did of that in second grade birth- too. But, and, like, the second grade team really wants to take the kids there this year, but because of COVID, we don't think that, they don't, we, I say we as if I'm part of it, they don't think that they can. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we had a lot of cool field trips because of all the really cool natural stuff that we have near us. Other things we didn't do, as I've mentioned, we didn't do much for sex ed, so I never put a condom on a phallic fruit. That was directly <laughs> what it said. Um... And then never made a styrofoam solar system. How many phallic fruits are there? Many. Oh, We're going to well, move on. All of the species of bananas. All of how the bananas. Sp- all of how the many gourds. species of bananas are there? Multiple. I know one of them went extinct in the 50s. That's why, that's why artificial banana tastes different than actual bananas, because they had a different banana that, they no, that we no longer can have because we made it go extinct. Have I ever told you guys my weird anxiety with bananas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't we'll, move on, we'll move on from phallic-shaped things. I'm sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> what's your anxiety? You can delete this, but I want to oh, know. Oh, my... You haven't heard it, Becky? I don't so, remember. For one, I really don't like the taste of bananas, but for two, I can't just, like, put a banana in my mouth and bite it because... For whatever reason, I'm I have this anxiety that I'm gonna like lose control of my own arm function, and I'm just gonna shove the entire banana down my throat and make myself choke. Mm-hmm. So I have to if I eat a banana, which I dip it in peanut butter anyway. If I eat a banana, I have to break a small piece off oh, in order to I eat it. Prefer to and break. Cordia trained me to do that. That as well. I do not. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing. But yeah, yeah, I have like a weird anxiety that I'll just like all of a sudden be like choke yourself and I'll try to shove a whole banana down my throat and I can't do that. So, <laughs> and yeah, no, I break bananas in half typically. I, I know, like it literally has to be like and make banana bread. No, it has to be like the size of like what you would give a like five year old. Well, that I take that back. Five year olds can bite bananas. What you would give like a three year old. <laughs> okay cool okay anyway. um, so things that I wish I learned more about last time I learned about religious groups in uh my non-college years uh was sixth grade and when I was like remembering this I remembered a kid named Taz he sat next to me first who names their kid Taz <laughs> um but he always kicked the bottom of my chair because it was a, like an anxiety thing or like a, a needing to move thing. Um, and he scared me. Um, he wore a lot of very dark colors and did not speak much. So he, and he sat next to me um, in that class. Uh, yeah. I don't anyway, even now class, remember if I, what. If I hope you're listening, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I don't even remember what your point was. Uh, we got religious groups because I specifically remembered it because we were also reading um, the Odyssey um, with it. So, in yeah. my college level, 
college level, I say with large air quotes, um, history class that I took in high school, we had one week to talk about all of the world religions. We never talked about them at all, so you got better than me. Oh, we, like, said, like, Islam exists, and on. Like, that's it. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have that, so. Well, it's also public school. Yeah. Uh, they, so. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, one thing I also wish I learned more of, I mean, I, I learned how to build a Google site, but I wish, and granted, I think this was as close to, like, coding as they could get with, like, how old we were, um, I wish we could have learned more about coding. I learned how to animate a little mouse to do his little dancey dance. Cool. I don't remember on what program, but, and I don't remember how to do it, but we did. You you need a lot of funding to do that sort of education. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the things that I, I labeled it as bleh, because I don't know how they would be helpful. One of them I do see how it would be helpful, but I have not used it ever. Um, but geometry proofs. I hated that. I don't passion. even remember what that is. I loved geometry proofs. I loved geometry. I hated them. <laughs> I liked geometry. I hated the proofing. My uh-huh. geometry teacher was the same one my dad had in high school. Nice. <laughs> um, learning about types of clouds, not helpful yeah. to me in what any aspect. Yeah. I can see how it is helpful and useful. I will say my dad can easily identify different types of clouds, and I am fascinated by it <laughs> he can also do this with trees and plants mm-hmm. all right he is he does work for the forest service so that's kind of self-explanatory yeah okay now i'm going to now we just have the help oh wait no okay uh we'll end on the the funny note of the things that did not relate at all to this but uh, now we're going to go into our helpful to learn and necessary to learn I will just try and quickly go through them because um, unless you guys are like, how on earth is that helpful? Okay. okay. I'll try to keep my mouth shut. Okay. Um, so we'll start with helpful to learn. Um, making Punnett squares. Do you know what that? Do you remember what that yes, is? Yes, yeah, I love Punnett squares. Um, reciting the periodic table. Dumb. Um, I have to say, as someone who can go up to... Uh, this 26th element, um, I find it, I think it's fun. Uh, plus the song annoys uh, my two best friends very much, and I've I love got, that. I've got nitrogen, oxygen, and hydrogen. That's bad. All you're going to get from me. That's so- not in order. I hope you know that. Well, perfect, then. I know nothing. Is it hydrogen, helium, oxygen? Nope. No? What are the first There's- five? Hydrogen and helium and lithium, beryllium, yeah. boron, carbon everywhere, nitrogen all through the air, and oxygen so you can breathe in fluorine for your pretty teeth, neon to light up the sky, sodium for salty time, magnesium, aluminum, silicon, phosphorus, sulfur, chlorine, and argon, potassium, calcium so you'll grow, grow, you'll grow strong, scandium, titanium, and Manganese. This is a periodic table. Noble gas is stable. Halogens and alkali react aggressively. Each period will see new outer shells while electrons are added, moving to the right. Iron is the 26th. Then cobalt, nickel coins you get. 
Uh, arsenic. That's, that's what I know. For those who do not personally know Becky, she has this weird thing with getting the weirdest fucking songs memorized. I know you know one about bread. Don't sing it. Okay. I'm pretty sure you're the one who introduced us to... Um, But yes, I enjoy... Oh, and then like any song from Barbie as the Princess and the Popper. I feel uh, like to go back to the periodic table, it's that sort of stuff of like whatever the actual words are of just like regurgitating knowledge onto a test. Like that's the sort of stuff that you can literally easily Google and the majority of people are never going to use it. So like, Oh yeah. And like, I mean, I know them so well because like for bio, like I need them, but once you use them repetitively, you end up memorizing it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've ever had to reference the periodic table after my 11th grade chemistry class in high school. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Writing poetry, dissections, <sighs> dropping an egg from a significant height without it breaking. I had to yes! do that and I won. <laughs> I did too. I think what did I you won drop too. yours in? Uh, a very large parachute. We had to drop it off of, like, um, so, like, in our gym, our bleachers retracted, you know? Yeah. We had to drop it off at the top of our bleachers in our big gym. Uh, okay. We weren't allowed to attach anything to the egg. Um, so it had to be how it lands. Oh, yeah, I think that's what I did, too, and I think I just ended up using a shit ton of foam. Okay. In, like, egg used... so it had more of that, like, shock. And I'm pretty sure I won. I'll have to, I'll text my dad right now. Oh, I definitely, mine, like, mine came out unscathed. Uh, just a little bit covered in potatoes. Um, I used warm mashed potatoes. Um. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Um, I also got the idea because I asked the people who were a year ahead of me. Um. <laughs> Because I, like, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I had no ideas. No, I, I mean, a parachute is a very basic idea. We weren't allowed yeah. to have anything on the floor. We had the opposite oh. challenges you. Oh. So, like, my group, I designed the entire thing, but my group made, like, a huge parachute out of, like, three of the big garbage cans that you, like, cut apart and duct tape together. And then, just to add on top of it, because we had to have an ingenious second part, we took, like, two containers and filled them with, like, pillow stuffing and then put, like, our egg in the middle of that. So, like, there was no fucking way that egg was breaking. Like, even if the parachute fell off, there was no way that was breaking. I think ours got to be a combination of the two. Like, you could cushion it as much as you wanted to, and you could add something on top. I don't know. I texted my dad to see if he remembers, because he helped me. I remember that much. Because we'd, like, go outside, and he'd stand on top of the ladder and, like, drop it. (laughs) But I remember using foam for sure. Um, I think I just had, like, an egg carton, and I just put foam all around it or something. Solid. Not solid. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, no, I th- and I think I was in a group by myself because I didn't want anyone to share my glory. <laughs> um, yeah, well, and, like, I was in a class with a bunch of people who, like, could totally cheat off of me, so. Um, 
Anyways, um, memorizing state capitals. However, I would like to add, in fifth grade, I had to memorize the top, I think, like, 25 biggest lakes in Minnesota. And that is how I know that Lake Winnebagashish, that I have never been to, is my favorite lake. It's a gross lake. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, because um, most lakes are, that are, yeah. Uh, but and overpopulated and too many people live on it and too many people resort on it so there's always a million and people that's... and it's a gross lake <laughs> yeah that's how I feel about a few lakes um, yeah, just but I gotta say ranting. it has the greatest name mm -hmm. um, I will add instead of state capitals the placement of states mm -hmm. state locations I think is um, actually very useful to know yeah. oh yes that, yeah. I think I that's like, a little more useful than the state capitals. Have you guys seen those videos of, like, people, like, Americans try to, like, label yeah. all the states or whatever? And the Midwesterners always win. Yep. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? Yep. Like, I don't know if it's just because, like, we have an easier vantage point to, like, memorize out and Every, off of. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, Midwesterners Maybe. always have the states better than... Well, I struggle always with the string from, like... I can't ever remember the order from Missouri down, and then, like, a little bit more in the northeast. Missouri, I struggle. Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas? No, I'm talking, like, right next to that. Oh. it goes Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, but, like, Missouri, and then I can't ever remember Nebraska. if it's, like, well, Nebraska. Nebraska's South not Kansas. underneath Missouri, first mm -hmm. of all. Okay, well... I was, it's a straight, here's, going here's straight? your stack right in the middle of the, it's North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, um, Kansas, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas. That's your oh, stack I guess I right moved in the middle. Over. Yeah. She's talking about, have you ever seen that diagram of like the guy with the chef's hat holding Yeah. Chicken? She's talking about oh, that stack. That stack. <laughs> the fucking what? Do okay. you not know what I'm talking Hold about? I'll okay, it so it, it looks like a guy. So, like, Minnesota is, like, the chef's hat, and then Iowa is, like, his face, because it has, like, the little nose thingy and the little bump out. And then what's underneath that, even? Um, okay, here he Arkansas is. Arkansas is the I thing. And then Tennessee is, like, the, like, platter that he's holding. And then Kentucky is the chicken. And then underneath that is, um... Here we go. Do you see it? Something no. or is Louisiana next? Louisiana it? looks like a boot. Yeah, um, we forgot yeah. Missouri. Arkansas is the pants. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then I, I see that. Kentucky fried chicken. Okay, yeah, I get that now. Okay, I've never seen that before though. <laughs> That's Your teachers funny. have failed you. <laughs> I don't think that. I guess that. if your state isn't is part it. of it, but yeah. My state's not part of it, so I think that's, uh, you know, I don't know. That's clever, though. That's a good way to... Um, growing a plant in a wet paper towel. I'm doing that right now because I impulse bought plants that were, plant seeds that were 33% off at Super One. Mm -hmm. I'm upset because if Super One did not put them on a 33% sale, I would not have bought them. <laughs> And will not now need to worry about them. Um, coloring in the lines. Very important. I don't know why somebody would complain about that being useless. Was that taught in a lesson? That no, you just like learn it over thing. time. Yeah. True. But also, coloring outside of the lines is more fun. Um, okay. 
Using word art for fancy fonts. No. Useless. At this point, with all the technology we have, useless. That is useless. However, I would argue, hopefully you've just grown to download fancy fonts from the internet. It does teach you in depth of how to use irritating programs, though, so it does have an outside use. Okay. Uh, making an acrostic, which is the one of those, like, poems or whatever that spells a word. I didn't know what it was, so I had to search it. Uh, writing a book report. Jumping out of the back of the bus. Selling with uh, the Who taught you that? You didn't have to do bus evacuation? Nope. That's oh, I did. We, did we had to do time. at least one every year. I guess I didn't ride the bus too often, though, so uh, I rode it from one school to the other to meet my sister. Yeah. Um, sell worthless coupon books. Make a tornado <laughs> in, a t- in two two liters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So now we move on to the necessary to learn. Uh-huh. Um. Remembering Sokotoa. <laughs> Trigonometry. I don't remember Sokotoa. Sine, cosine, tangent. Yeah. yeah. It's a okay. trigonometry. I did, I did take triangles. trigonometry. I okay. almost failed that, trigonometry. Okay, that's, that's I never had to take trig. We had to do that in geometry. We did it a lot in pre-calc. Anyway, we don't um, care about triangles. Mastering today. long division. Learning how to play the recorder. Um, drawing box and whisker plots, because I think we need more to understand more statistical analysis. I don't know what those are. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that, like, it's, uh, like a square, there's a line in the middle of it, and then two whiskers, straight lines, um, pointing out of it. I've never seen that in my life. What okay. context is it used in? Um, I believe it's for like statistical graphs and stuff. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, I remember this. I hated statistics. Okay. Stupid. I don't. I hated it. <laughs> I think like for like reading studies and stuff. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. However, I do not think that is the most effective way to show your data. Anyways, finding metaphors in books. However, there was a like one of like the the authors of these articles I looked at. They had wrote like, really they should have like been taught like teaching us how to like read sarcasm in texts. And I'm, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, writing in cursive. Um, which, which is no longer taught. Any- yeah, which is dumb. How is any kid who wants to go into history going to be able to read anything? How are kids going to be able to read notes from their grandparents? Exactly. Anyway. Uh, especially because my, like, my handwriting is half cursive, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, baking soda plus vinegar equals volcano. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I never la- did that. Which, I did not learn that until college. I think it's very useful. What? Um, Latin. No, never. No. Oh, no, I don't think it should be an undergrad. However, I think, like... In your field, it makes sense to yeah. know some Latin. I really yeah. like Latin. Um, say no to drugs. Very necessary. <laughs> um, 
differentiating different types of dinosaurs, also very necessary. Uh, citing animal That's what my boyfriend's for. <laughs> uh, citing an MLA, not as important. However, I wish they had taught us how to do Chicago, so I didn't fail it I, immediately. They now they need they need to do every form. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, if you do yeah. every form, that's gonna take way too long. All I the know, main ones, but yes. still, like ALA or. APA, APA, (sighs) Chicago, and MLA, most important. And you're set. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, now the fun things that we learned. How to do the limbo. (laughs) Singing in a round. Making a cat's cradle. You Um, learned that in school? I only know how to do the incredibly basic. Oh, I knew how to like switch. I didn't from learn it from. I yeah. I I didn't learn it like from my teachers or anything. This is more like recess stuff. Yeah. Um, I learned what all the swear words were from from <laughs> ki- or from bus bus kids. Mm-hmm. Um, spelling boobs on a calculator. Yeah, that's very important. Everybody needs to know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, making paper snowflakes. Uh, making they called it a cootie catcher. I had no idea what it was. I looked it up. It's just the fortune teller thing. Oh, the four little yeah mm-hmm. that you pulled. Oh, I've never number. heard it called that. I just heard it be called I a fortune teller. Either. Um. Oh. Okay, I'm just thinking this now, but mash. Well, <laughs> mash and zap. Like press the button. That's Oh, that's what it's called. Uh, man. So Zap good. was um, like, you wrote Zap on somebody's hand and they had to like push it and then at the certain, and it would like have a time and then at that time you could look at the inside of your hand and usually it had like a person's name there and then you'd have to go and like ask that person out. MASH was where you were going to live, how many kids you were going to have, if you were going to be married and what your job was or something like that. And literally uh, anything else you wanted to include. Yeah. Mansion, apartment, apartment, shack, shed. house. Oh, I had shed. It was shed. Shack. Same but, thing. Or um, we did masho, and the end was outhouse. Home <laughs> is outhouse. Nice. Okay. Um, playing Foursquare, which I really yep. missed that game. I dominated. <laughs> uh, so did I. Um, we'll have to play it when our group gets together this summer. Oh god, no, I'm not that energetic um, anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not playing Foursquare. We could play, like, one round. Um, how to do the Macarena. I learned that in second grade. Life skills. Um, and last but not least, keeping your Tamagotchi alive. I had to. We just had to cut for a second because we had too much energy. Gabby really had to pee. So <laughs> <laughs> there's probably going to be a little bit of a vibe change from when you heard two seconds ago. That's why. Um, are you good, Becky? See, see, wonderful. Um, so I did no preparation for this uh, topic, as seems to be a theme with me. But uh, <laughs> when uh, we said that like our topic was going to be things you should have learned in high school, I thought of um, family and consumer sciences or like home economics if you're old uh, <laughs> or stupid like Gabby. <laughs> Um, the reason I thought of that is because 
when I was in high school, I was um, a, a part of an organization called Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America. And our whole um, like founding thing was um, based around home economics education and that sort of stuff. And so I took a lot more home ec classes than a lot of other people did and was immersed in that world a lot more. Um, but I don't actually want to talk about that anymore. Um, basically, home ec classes are interesting um, and they're good knowledge things to learn. I am going to play devil's advocate. I say in an annoying voice because I hate it when people say that um, and say why a lot of the things that people think we should have learned in high school you don't need to learn in a classroom setting. <laughs> I'm interested now. Because, okay, mm -hmm. so in my freshman year of college, uh, we talked about this in a different episode. Me and Becky were in a class together, um, and one of the presentations we had to do was on things that you should have learned in high school. And I decided, or maybe that's just what I wanted to talk about or something. I did a presentation about this, basically. And... Um, a lot of the reading that I did, um, and I'm going to preface this by saying I, this is coming from a pri privileged point of view of a family that had lots of resources. We're assuming that is a thing. A lot of the things that like you could be learning in a classroom setting, you should be learning at home. Like, don't burn yourself on an oven. You don't need to be in a classroom to learn that. Um, like how to change the oil in your car, like all sorts of that sort of stuff would be awesome to learn in high school, but also learn that at home. Um, yeah, I don't know. That That's my basic thing. And I've been thinking about that with like the whole list that Becky was saying earlier. That, and like what you were talking about earlier, Gabby, with like learning how to use a compass. I learned how to do that at home and like start a fire. I learned how to do that at home. <laughs> right. Like I learned how to, um, replace drywall and to knock out a wall and mm -hmm. fix a refrigerator and unclog a sink and change your tire and all that kind of stuff at home. Mm -hmm. But my dad owns rental property and his dad was a mechanic. Like I, mm -hmm. you know, and like my dad put that learning that kind of thing as a priority. My boyfriend, for example, knows how to replace screens on windows, replace the glass on a window, replace your shingles, um, build a pool, a mm -hmm. lot of different stuff because they did home renovations and his dad had him help with that. Yeah. But I also know that my first girlfriend in college didn't even know how to open the hood of a car. Yikes. Yeah. And exactly. I knew somebody in high school who didn't know how to pump their own gas. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're in Oregon or somewhere like that where, like, you're literally not allowed to, that's excusable. Mm -hmm. But she either never had to fill up, and I'm not judging her for it, but she either never had to fill up her own tank because her parents would do it, or they always took it to the one gas station we have where they come and do the service for you. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't even have to pay for it. She just had to put on her dad's card or her dad's tab or whatever. Mm-hmm her parents are very rich so <laughs> I think there's another side of it too that's like it's not your teacher's job to be a parent right which I think I is a lot in elementary school which I want to just give you the floor but like the oh. thing that the one example that comes to my mind is like 
your child needs to be potty trained before you send them to kindergarten. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. the teacher's responsibility to do that. Your parents have to do that. I also should not have to tie your child's shoe after kindergarten. Yeah. So I think, basically, I don't have a lot to say here because we've already been recording for almost two hours and I don't want to take up a lot much (laughs) much longer but like um I the point while I was saying that yeah I get what you're saying though like although these are things that like I think what your main point is these are things that should be taught before you graduate high school Mm -hmm. but these are not necessary there are not necessarily everything it needs to be taught in high school it is not our it is not a teacher's responsibility to teach you how to cook, to yeah. teach you how to clean. You should have your own responsibilities at home. Mm-hmm. But obviously different life and situations. if you like, don't. All that to happen and all that sort of stuff. But Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In some situations, may I recommend looking at the, the dads who teach things on um, YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Because they are, I've used... I've watched some some dads teach me things on on YouTube before. My mm. thing though is like, okay, the one thing I will play devil's advocate for schools to teach that's not taught is more about taxes. Okay, Uh-oh. here's yeah. the thing about that. I took a class. It was part of my um, one of the home economics classes that I took. We took a full month on um, literally only taxes. I remember none of it because I was a seventh grader. There was no need for me to know that at that point. Sure, I had already had a job for years, but I didn't, I wasn't going to remember that. There was no need in me learning that that early. But like as a senior in high school, that's an important thing to know. You're going to, some people after they turn 18 are no longer dependents in their family. Like they have to do their own taxes. They might have to owe money. You know, you go to college and then you have to figure out your loans. And like, that's another thing that if you choose the path of college, you should be told your different options for financial aid and for how you're going to get all of that and how you can pay it back afterwards. Or yeah. like, that's all like your parents have to know that. Mm-hmm. And like, what if your parents didn't go to college? What if your parents don't know that? Yeah. I feel like like, a lot of these life skills should be taught in some way. Like you somehow you need to learn how to do them. But the way that we have traditionally been like shoved through the school system to learn them is not um, working. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So like that the whole thing just needs to be (laughs) reevaluated. Yeah. Granted, all of us have been out of the lower education levels for years now so things right. have changed. I appreciate that you didn't say full-on education no lower <laughs> education my lower education. I guess I you guys graduated in 20 high school from 20 in 2016 right yes mm-hmm. our five-year anniversary this year I know <laughs> I said we need to have it at the local indoor water park um wait you guys do a like a high school five-year gathering well, I think so. I don't know. I, don't I know really we don't do one until school. 10. I'd ra- rather wait till 10. Yeah. Five years Honest. just seems like a weird amount of time. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. All right. Well, do well, we have... And I, I can brag about how I got rejected from nine physical therapy schools. I think that's something to <laughs> brag about. Yeah. It could be. It's a lot. <laughs> I, mm, yeah, but... At the same time, 
you know. Anyway, do we anyway. have anything else to talk about? I don't really. I just think, obviously, it's fun to complain about things that people thought were useless that we learned in high school. So, okay, to, to take, like, ten steps back, I had to do a lot of adult shit this week. I had to, by myself, research and sign up for an HSA with no help from literally any adult other than my mother. What's, what's that? An HSA is a health savings account. Oh. It's um, money you get from your employer that basically is dedicated money for medical expenses. I had to figure that out. I also had to figure out how to sign up for my 401k mm-hmm. and um, whether or not to do an IRA, Roth, all of that sort of stuff on my own. I had to do all sorts of adult things this week, which sure would have been awesome to learn in high school. But then we'll go back to that month I had of text prep in seventh grade that had no why, use to me. And that's what I would have learned about it, it. Why was it in seventh grade, though? I have no idea. Because it was. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, seventh grade of all grades. And I that, suppose, mm-hmm. like, some, I suppose, like, some kids could be emancipated by, like, 15. Yeah. Right. But... Still, that's you don't a, need that I, until you're older. That's a considerably lower number than the no. than kids who live with their parents until they are 18 or mm-hmm. older. I also, I'm now yeah. forming this opinion, so yell at me if I'm saying something stupid. But like, you need to be able to take responsibility that you need to learn things on your own, and not someone doesn't have to tell you everything. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. I moved. Okay. I am a strong advocate for moving away from home because I moved 500 miles away knowing absolutely nobody in college. And I learned how to live on my own and be my own person. And mm-hmm. that's, granted, that's a lot different than learning like life skills. But I didn't have like my parents or a close family member or a really close best friend to run to. That was like my comfort. Like I had to figure all that shit out on my own. And that is why I'm in therapy and take care of myself. <laughs> Cause I learned that that's important. Um, I agree with that statement though. Like you can't, you can't, there's no manual for mm-hmm. every skill in life. And sometimes you got to do shit a little bit there different. A list. I just wish there was a list of the paperwork you need to have. Yeah. Like a full on list. Mm-hmm. And also, because, like, my dad um, is having me look into, like, a social, like di- social security, like, disability payment for if I don't make enough whatever year, but, like, if I need to do that now. And I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no manual for life skills that you need, but there's people and resources for you to help learn along the way, but, like, you do have to eventually kind of fend for yourself and figure it out on your own. It's okay to fail and struggle. I think a lot of people need to be reminded of that. We are all learning how to live. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sorry to end on a sad note, but basically, we like to complain about stupid things we learned. We wish we would have learned other stuff, but learn... (laughs) Learn your own shit. <laughs> Take your yep. own responsibility. Be responsible, but don't be afraid to ask for help. It's yes. so confusing. Um, Being an adult sucks. I also... Uh, 
I would like the Tamagotchi website to come back on so I can <laughs> play with my Tamagotchi version 4.5 um, online again. Wait, there's a website? Yes. My I Tamagotchi on my V4.5 could travel from, like, if I logged in, he, it, my, my Tamagotchi, he or she, um, would travel from my Tamagotchi. They would take a little airplane and go to the airport in, like, the Tamagotchi world. <laughs> but it's no longer available. Fun. Well, that's the end of our episode. Thanks for <laughs> listening. We'll... You'll hear us next week. Yep. <laughs> Almost two hours later. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Three Point Perspective. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 3PP underscore podcast. Our website is 3pppodcast.com. And you can email us at threepointperspectivepod at gmail.com. Our theme music is We'll Never Sleep by Ryan Anderson and cover art and editing are done by Allie. Bye. But, like, one of the questions is three people you'd be stuck on an island with, and if you were a dessert, what dessert you'd be? I have no idea what dessert I'd be. I would be the one eating dessert. So then, so then right um, then you would be the one eating the dessert, Becky. Uh, that's your I answer. I like that. That sounds okay, like a but then the, it does. <laughs> um, but the three people I'd want to be stuck on an island, do they have to be alive? Do they have to be, like... Do no. I have, can I just don't be question a, it? Just three people you'd want to be stuck on an island with. Okay, mm-hmm. a mechanical engineer, a botanist <laughs> uh, with a special specialization in herbs um, or like uh, natural medicine, and I don't know. That says a lot about your character already. Yeah, you just need to answer like fun. that. Like instead of yeah. writing okay. names, answer like that because that'll actually. I'm sure there are other people that are answering that, that are answering the exact same way. Like, like when people say, like, what, like, if you could take one thing on a stranded island with you, what would you take? And it's, like, an entire encyclopedia on botany that, like, it it tells you, like, the medicinal uses um, and whatnot for these plants. Um, I say mm -hmm. a survival book. Yeah. Generally, <laughs> read the whole thing just, and then use the pages as kindling, as long as they're not glossy. Okay, can we get back to the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Damn, this is um, gonna be a long recording. <laughs>